let's just all have a conversation. And we were like, let's talk about self-care. Self-care and how we all suck at it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, remember how I had four amino energies in 36 hours? Yeah. Don't do that. Brooke's going to be like, this crystal does this <laughs> and this. <laughs> and I'll be like, Yo, cut the don't podcast. Don't on my crystal collection. Cut the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to get my Amazonite. <laughs> I'm purposefully, I'm going to find someone who's like really, I actually have someone in mind, really deep into like the science behind energy work and Reiki. And I'm going to have them come on the podcast just to show Ro that like energy work is real. No. Welcome back to another episode of Health Unfiltered. I am live with the squad. What's up? Oh, wow. <laughs> it was so yeah, loud at I, first. I, know, I was like, whoa. I don't know what happened. I'll definitely have to edit that, but it like screamed in my ear. Uh, was that an aggressive? Like, no. Wow. I think your, your, your big mic over there was bringing the energy. Yeah, it was wild, but it's all good. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I wish we could play Damn. Big Dick Energy we're, for the intro, know, right? But <laughs> copyrighted. <laughs> Look, we're explicit, <laughs> but like, Big are we gonna have to come with a, an even bigger warning? Lord, have I know. Late, lately, oh. I've been, and it's good. I've been getting a lot of clients being like, "I heard you from your podcast," and I'm like, "Is this a good or bad thing?" <laughs> like, I don't know <laughs> at this point anymore. At least you know that they know you, like unfiltered, and you don't have to like. Uh, break the news yeah. to them that the shit that's gonna <laughs> that's come out fair. of your mouth. My biggest concern is employers being like, <laughs> "So we listen to the podcast," and I'd be like, "Yeah, all right, well, that's not." It was me. nice knowing you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can't prove it's me, <laughs> right? I will say, like, most people in my life don't listen to the podcast, but my dad listened <laughs> mm-hmm. the other day to an episode and was like, we need to talk about your language. And I'm like, look, dude, I'm in my 30s. We're not having a conversation about my language. But now... Ship has sailed. No. Like, so Rose's parents think he's an alcoholic, and my parents (laughs) think I have a foul mouth. And, like, they might not be wrong, but you know what? Like, this is what I do for a living. Get the fuck over it. Yeah. (laughs) Love it. And my parents have no idea what I'm doing. They're just like, she just lives up there. Oh, how's your little how's your little internet thing going? You're like, that's a full bump. Literally, and I'm like, amazing. Okay, bye. Oh, shit. She's just like the hobbit that lives above the garage. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Absolutely mental. I'm dying. So are you guys drinking today? Yeah. The one I didn't mm. last, you know, I felt bad about last week or whenever when we didn't, so of course I had to do it now. Yeah. Are you drinking a cold? I believe you dropped drop the torch. Um God no. I'm sorry. Are you drinking I just, anything? I was so Are you hydrating? tired. I I drank some tea. I'm already done with that because we talked so long before. <laughs> we did. And I also have this hum kombucha. I hadn't tried this one before, and it's really good. Wow, kombucha. The strawberry yeah. lemonade. Shout out kombucha. I am drinking. Uh, it's called um Choya Fizz. It's a juiced up seltzer from Santa Fe Brewing here in town. I tried it a couple weeks back, and I was like, oh, this shit slaps. It's a seltzer, but um, it's 8%, so um, mm. really messed me up when I had it. So, um, yeah, I'd like to get that feeling back again. But there's a Mountain Mayhem flavor. Uh, it's like a blueberry. 
I don't know, a blueberry raspberry type of taste. But yeah, it's refreshing. It's 8% and it's 220 calories. So a lot of sugar and a lot of alcohol in it. So it's perfectly what I need. Sounds tasty. <laughs> look. Um, at mine now, I'm like, oh, okay, wow, that's a lot of calories. But we're not, we're ignoring that. <laughs> yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Oh my God. <laughs> Um, I'm drinking Glutenberg IPA, which is a gluten-free beer. It's made of millet, buckwheat, mm. corn, huh. and hops. Love the hops. Um, I just miss beer, like being gluten-free. I yes. really miss it. So these are nice every now and then. Pretty freaking tasty. Brooke, it's I went Canada. to the pharmacy cool. a couple weeks ago, and they actually had a couple really nice gluten-free beers from Italy, and I was very impressed. At the pharmacy? Ooh. Huh? It's a burger. It's a burger place <laughs> here in Nashville, and Brooke knows all about it. <laughs> I was so like, that's um, <laughs> what kind of pharmacy are you going to? We need to go I back. Need to hit that up. Oh, it's so good. It's just all local... Um, Local farms that they use and get their meat from, mm. and they make all their buns homemade. Some, what is it, really FTT delicious. farm to table? Yeah. Fuck yeah. So Take maybe we should do like a little podcast friend reunion in Nashville and go eat because there's a lot of really good food there. And they're very gluten free friendly, which makes Nashville. me happy. They are. Nashville's got some. You I what? Said, I said it, I'd be down. I do love Nashville. Their food is top tier. I do good. miss Southern food. <laughs> You miss Mississippi? Fuck no. <laughs> uh, I said Southern food. <laughs> Not at all. Get him all. some fried chicken. Man. I will say I do miss well, you know Mo's we were talking about the like other white day. barbecue. That sauce was. Mm. Oh, yes. White barbecue. Yeah. Maybe you. Maybe that was after that. you came back or after you left. I don't know. You've never had white barbecue? No. Oh. Mm. Well, add it to oh, the list. Oh, so good. <laughs> Because that is so good. You know what I miss, Nicole? A city bagel. Oh, God. city bagel. Hmm. Nicole and that I used pl- to go all me the time. Brooke kept that place open. We they closed after we Friday, left. Saturday, and Sunday morning. <laughs> Literally. Yep. Didn't we all go one time? And then we would also get pasta like at least once a week. Hmm. Probably because we would go to Italian night and you could brown bag your wine. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I love uh, a good Mississippi brown bag experience. Oh yeah. Like I think everyone <clears throat> needs to have one. That's fair. They're like, you can just show up with whatever. We don't know what's in there. So it's like <laughs> it's moonshine, sir. <laughs> yeah, I think no one cares. What was the other pizza? What was the pizza place? It was okay. They had like sweet. They had like sweet dough. Um, s- oh, sp- Stromboli's. That's pretty Ooh. good. Shout out Stromboli's. Mm-hmm. I went on an anyway, okay, Starkville, they knew what they were doing when it came to food. That's yeah, all I, I have to say. Okay, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I will go Dave's? back just mm. for the food. Dave's. What was Dave's? Mm-hmm. Dave's was like the dark Oh my God, dark Dave's Dark Horse Tavern? Tavern? It, Jesus. Yes. Uh, I, you know what? I won't, you know, bad talk a small business. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out okay. to Dark Horse Tavern. <laughs> it was great it was like where the outcast hung out and i just felt so at home (laughs) (laughs) he's really holding back right now he really is which is odd like i now you just need to let it i'm proud of you well you know like if if i'm like shouting out you know against a corporation that's a mega man fine whatever but this is you know small it's locally owned you know go if that's your thing that's like all i'll say about that but it's fine. 
Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Highly recommend the tequila with pickleback shots. That was my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> mm. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Easy. All Don't right. So anyways, <laughs> now that we gave like a freaking... <laughs> <laughs> now that we gave a uh, freaking tour of Starkville's finest dining. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Our question of the week for y'all is, how often should we eat fermented foods for gut health and does kombucha count? Mm, interesting. Well, from what I have heard... We should be having like a little bit of fermented foods every day if we don't have anything that's like contradicting that recommendation going on. And kombucha does count, right, Brooke? It does count. And I, I think it can be part of the balance. I just wouldn't do it every day because it's just a yeah. lot of added sugar usually. Yeah. I will say this hum one does have like it... Um, specializes in not using a lot of sugar there was only uh there's no included added sugar and there was only nine grams total for the whole bottle and i feel like that's really low for most of them yeah Ooh. that's not bad because oh. they <laughs> need like sugar for the fermentation yeah ah, so that's yeah, a good one okay. gotcha mm-hmm. what would what would be a reason why but yeah you, you could do all kinds of stuff fermented foods you know, like, Nicole, you said, like, a contraindication. Um, but... You might have something like, um, isn't it Giardia, Brooke? Oh. Like that yeah, and certain things you... that, like. <clears throat> Sorry, go ahead. I interrupted you. But, yeah, certain, basically, like, certain things will make you not be able to tolerate it, too. So sometimes I'll have clients where we don't start with adding gut health supportive food because a lot of it is, like, high fiber, like, lots of roughage, fermented foods, and they can't tolerate it very well a lot of the times if they have Mm -hmm. some funky stuff going on in their gut. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Sometimes you got to do the healing part first or you're just going to add more flames to the fire nah just shock and approach gas to the fire whatever everything all at once if you survive awesome (laughs) like (laughs) if not you're gonna be shooting your pants to the side of the street so you know (laughs) oh my god (laughs) imagine if that was like a side effect that we gave our clients this might happen to (laughs) you yeah i mean like never mind i'm not doing it's like when you first have pre-work all right you're like hey this is your first time that's a lot of caffeine and other things coming your way and if you are not ready you will shit your pants so just be ready (laughs) it sounds like you're about to build (laughs) yeah (laughs) if this is your first time i'm here here to help you on your trip the first time yeah yeah well that's that's a good answer where have we gone astray I know. <laughs> what is this podcast evolving All right. Into? So today, what are we actually talking about? We are talking about self-care. I know this is Rose's favorite topic, but basically <laughs> okay. it's going to be a little different because I just, because I wanted to have a conversation about self-care. Like, what does this look like in real life? Why does it matter? Why is it important? And like, how are we actually implementing these things in our own lives, practicing what we preach? Because I've noticed this comes up for people a lot on when they start working and thinking, oh, something, I'm going to use gut health as an example because we're already talking about it. I have these gut health issues. I've got this stuff going on. They think food is the only answer and they fail to understand like, oh, I actually need to work on stress management. I actually need to work on sleep and like managing some other pieces of the puzzle 
to heal and get better. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just want to talk about self-care. Yeah, let's do it. And how yep. we're all Love bad it. at it. As Nicole said, off <laughs> off air. She's like, we're all terrible at this. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely one of the things that is easiest to push off yeah, the, the plate, the table. And being like, nah, I don't need that as much. When And then you get to burnout stage and you're like, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Time to put it back. <laughs> I think one of the big things that we tend to do... I'm noticing a theme with talking to clients and in my own life. The first thing I take off my plate is something that's nourishing and fills my cup. And I think that we kind of just decide, okay, I need to sacrifice something that's going to be good for me so that I can get X, Y, Z done before this date or handle this thing this person needs from me. And I want to say that's to me, in my opinion, you guys tell me how you feel about it. I think that's more of just like a societal nine to five hustle culture type thing. And I'm hoping we see a shift. And I know for me, this is a constant learning curve of like, how do I balance this to support myself and just not betray the commitments I've made to myself and sacrifice that to do things for other people? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think there's always going to be a price to pay. There's always going to be sacrifice. It's never going to be perfectly balanced. Mm -hmm. And we get to notice like, okay, I know that this next week coming up has a little bit more on the plate than I would like it to. And I can carve out 30 minutes here, an hour here, five minutes here. It's also goes into this place of like, this isn't all or nothing. You can take literally 60 seconds for yourself to just do like box breathe box breathing. And that could help you so much for the rest of the day. And it was just a couple minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I think that I love that. Can you explain um, real quick, explain box breathing for someone who doesn't know? Cause I think that's a great tool. I love box breathing. Yeah. Um, it is when you take an inhale and you count for four seconds And then once you reach that inhale, four seconds, you hold the breath for another four seconds and then you exhale for four seconds. So you do that a few times. Um, I definitely recommend doing it for at least 60 seconds and it just helps to really nurture that parasympathetic nervous system where to get you back down to this more of a rested and de-stressed state where so much of the time, especially if we have so much going on, we're just all clenched up and our, our nervous system is in overdrive and that's really adding to the stress load on your physical body as well as like your mental and emotional state. And um, I don't think we think about it enough and it's really easy to kind of like get caught up in in the busyness of it all. And we could just stop and breathe for a few minutes. <laughs> yeah, I just want to add a little a caveat to that is that like mm. box breathing is great. I think it's a really good time to, like you said, Nicole, like get us some time to kind of relax and cool down. I know that especially if you have if like you are not as in shape or are not as like practice in breathing, that four seconds in holding it, four seconds out holding it can be like pretty difficult (laughs) and so when you're trying to like relax right sometimes you get to that like oh my god i'm hyperventilating type state so like build up to it if you've never done it like 
three mm-hmm. seconds for me like works really well just because at four I have to like think about it and then at three it's just like <laughs> mm-hmm. a, a natural kind of like flow um so like don't don't stick with four 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 if it doesn't help you but like as long as they're all even going breathing in holding for four exhaling and then holding that for four or three or whatever then it's fine but I just know for me working up to forward like took forever just because I was like oh god (laughs) I have to breathe (laughs) you know uh but yeah other than that like it like totally agree love box breathing Honestly, there's nothing that will humble you more than doing like some tempo squats and you're like holding your breath because you're counting <laughs> yeah. down to like get to the bottom for like eight seconds. And I'm like, holy shit, I can't breathe. <laughs> and then you get it. You're like, <laughs> okay, do okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mental. Okay. So I want to throw this one to Ro first. What does self-care mean to you? Like when you hear self-care, <laughs> wow. what's your definition? What do I go first? It means weakness. No, um, you know. Oh, <laughs> I knew you had something <laughs> sassy to say. No, yeah. I think like, uh, like, like personally, like what is, or what do you, just what, what do I think it is? Or like, what he is doesn't it? Know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Like, what does it mean to me? Yeah. Like your personal <laughs> yeah. opinion. Like, I don't need a, you know, Marion Webster definition, <laughs> yeah. but like, what does it mean Self-care to you? Self-care is defined by, no, yeah. I think, um, I think to me, it means like, um, kind of giving yourself space in whatever way to like zone out. Um, cause I know that for me, like, my brain is always kind of like firing and just doing its own thing. And I'm like, do I have ADD? Like, probably. I don't know, though. Uh, <laughs> but like when I when I'm doing things that to me are self-care, it's like I'm either like focusing on something fun or just like doing nothing and like just trying to like think about giving my brain some rest. And part of the reason that like box breathing is is difficult for me is because I like I'm like, oh, I want to be doing other things or like, you know, like sitting down is like difficult for me. But it's also like when I am sitting down, I'm like, I don't want to do anything else. So it's like I, I can't find like a a medium. It's either like all in on sleeping or laying down and doing nothing or all in on uh, doing something. And I, I think that like self-care is for me, at least being able to live in that medium of like okay, now's my time to kind of relax and chill and then get back to it when I need to. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's what it is to me. I've never really had to think about, think about what self-care was. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Oh <laughs> I feel yep. like I'm in therapy. I'm like, I don't like this. Uh, next question, please. <laughs> it's my favorite, making you uncomfortable. Uh, like, God. because it's hard to do, too. Like, you're just so, like, you make a joke out of everything. And I'm like... <laughs> I'm going to make Roe feel feelings. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I don't want to do this. <laughs> yes, I guess that's what oh, it is to me. No, I think that was a good definition oh. of self-care, though. And um, I think it is important. But what do you guys think this has to do with health, right? Like, I think a lot of people probably would be... I can imagine some of the dudes that I've coached through this year and a half of having my business. And I'm like, Hey, like self care, stress management. And they're like, yeah, no, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but why is this actually important for health and performance? <clears throat> yeah. Honestly, for me, the way I, and how I see it in my practice with clients and in my own life is it's just another tool in your toolkit. Because once again, we, 
look at health and we try to box it in of, oh, it's just nutrition. It's just exercise. It's just whatever. And what happens when life gets busy, when life gets crazy and those things have to drop off to the wayside for a minute, then what do you do? You, you feel like you're left with nothing to pick from. And so for me, this is how can I approach health from this multidimensional space and how can I recognize that it's so much more than if I get all my workouts in this week? Like what if I do miss a workout, but I still get to look back and realize that I got really great sleep every night or I got out in nature or I got to go to that dinner with friends that really just like made me laugh and uplifted my spirits. Um, what if I got to have an extra cup of coffee in the morning and read a book instead of rush into my day? And so for me, that's where I think it's super important when it comes to our health because it it broadens what we consider health. And then because it broadens like that definition, it we see how it can like impact our whole life in so many different ways. Yeah. Yeah, I think also, like, I I read this. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Brooke. No, no, no. Go ahead. (laughs) I I read this, like, meta-analysis a couple months back um, on, like, and, you know, I, I think, obviously, like, it's it's mostly my my data brain being a data brain. But, like, of course, if you, like, feel a certain way, like, that's that's the only marker you need, right? If you are, like, well, I feel tired. I feel, like, stressed out, blah, blah. Like, that's more than enough. But... When you're under high amounts of stress, whether that's from like literally just life stresses or workouts, whatever, like stress is stress. Your body can't tell the difference between like, oh, yeah, it's because I, you know, PR'd or like because me and my girlfriend are fighting, whatever. Like we're still going to have our increases in those inflammatory markers. And I, I'm pretty sure we talked about them on, on last episode, but like things like TNF alpha, IL-6 at like their whole job is to heal, really. Uh, to have this inflammatory response, but like there is, there is a a bad, you know, it's bad when we're like consistently in this inflamed state. And so if you are consistently stressed out, you are consistently in this inflamed state, then your chances of getting sicker are higher. I think we know that. Like if you are really stressed out, you tend to get more tired, you tend to get sicker, and then it just like devolves into this like horrible negative feedback loop, right? Uh, But then also like, you know, you talked about like guys and being like, oh, yeah, like, why the fuck would I want to chill out? Like, well, because if it's not high enough, then or if stress is too high, then I'm sorry. Is that me with the clinging in the back? Is that I, I'm going to text <laughs> Casey. I don't, I don't, oh, OK, OK, OK. That's fine. All right. I just <laughs> want to make sure I was like, Casey, I will whoop your ass right now. Uh, no, uh, like <laughs> this is my time to shine. Yeah, if, uh, no. So my Southern family is preparing a meal downstairs and this Amazing. is their version of quiet. That's fair. That's, fair. That's what Ro wanted earlier. <laughs> yeah. Wanted a Southern yeah. I'll, I'll be right there. Uh, no, but when it comes to like those adaptations that we've talked about before, like if you want to get stronger and more muscle, like you, you are in a less optimal state if you are stressed. So if you want to look at it as like, oh, this is some pussy shit, like, all right, fine. But then you're also going to have to work maybe twice as hard to get the same effect when if you were just like a little bit more relaxed, you took that 
at five minutes post-workout or throughout the day to relax, then like you wouldn't have to work as hard. You know what I mean? And you would be healthier. So I agree with what Nicole said. It's like, but when you get into the, not but, but also when you get into the nitty gritty, like (laughs) there's, we have straight data that says that if you are more stressed, it just makes adapting to things harder. Mm. You know? Yeah. My personal experience, I I don't know. I don't know. Nicole can probably describe me better than I can myself. But <laughs> kind of like workaholic perfectionist tendencies was, you know, a big part of the way I lived my life. And I had started having health issues and then eventually got autoimmune diagnosis. And then it all made sense. But in my mind, I was like, okay, what's the checklist of things I can complete perfectly to make it better? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And that's just not the case. Like, the most impactful things for me were what people would refer to as self-care practices and learning how to balance my life better with work, with taking time for myself, even Mm -hmm. just stepping away from relationships and friendships and just taking time for myself. I realized I need a lot of that. And self-care is honestly the biggest piece of what has helped me get into those pockets of like remission. And I think that that's why I care about this so much, even though some people might read the title of this podcast and be like, this is some woo shit. <laughs> and I'm, it's, But it's so important. And I can tell you just like anecdotally, like, mm-hmm. of course, our data man Roe has some real reasons. But even anecdotally, <laughs> it's just made such a big difference in the way I feel. Yeah. And I've watched it happen with clients. Yeah, and absolutely. that's what makes me so freaking excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I have something to add to that as well you know, a part of my personal journey is when I was going through different testing to learn about hormones and gut health and all the cool things that we get to do in our practice today. It was funny because some of the results that came back for me, it could be tied to this one bucket of increased stress and just like acute kind of like stress, trauma, whatever, Or it could be tied to a specific diagnosis and um, some other, I guess, like habits and lab results that go with that. And I didn't have all the criteria that fit that second bucket. And so at the end of my time with my dietitian, I was like, so basically like X, Y, and Z was happening because I was just like so acutely stressed (laughs) and freaking out all the time and... Um, just did not have that like part of my life managed. And she was like, yes, in your case, like that is 100% like where I'm leaning towards. And I was like, (laughs) sick. Okay, cool. Um, How fixed. we learned. How fixed. Yeah. (laughs) And so I was like, because I was just like Brooke when I started learning more about it, you you do kind of have a freak out moment of like, well, if I don't get this under control, like is this the the way that like I'm going to go and am I ever going to be able to come back from it? And then I just had to take a minute and just say, this is a day by day process and how you meet yourself today will impact how you're able to meet yourself three months from now, a year from now, it all matters. And it's all building up over time. The stress that I experienced three years ago, 100% was still impacting the stress that I was experiencing just six months ago. And I had to like process that and go through all the different, you know, 
avenues that maybe I didn't even want to go down because I thought I had handled that and moved past it. But this is definitely a, um, this is not a linear process. And so it's very interesting how this one piece, AKA stress can have such an impact on so many other things. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's, I like to also think of it as like, there's two buckets to two like different categories of stress management and self-care practices of like, what's going to have really long-term impact. Like what should you be consistent with? That's going to make a really big impact over time. And then what are some short-term, like I need to like relief pressure valve things that I can do to care for myself, to give myself space to reduce stress. And Mm -hmm. I think like maybe we can share some of the ones that work for us. So like thinking long-term, one of the biggest ones I recommend would be like therapy or working with someone Mm -hmm. for mental health. Those kind of things where over time you get like really great long-term benefit. I would, I would put, in my opinion, I would put like consistent exercise practice in this category of like mm-hmm. over time, if you're, you have a really good balanced routine and appropriate exercise, right? Cause you can abuse the shit out of exercise. <laughs> yeah. But if you mm-hmm. have like a really good relationship with it, that could be something that like long-term over time could be beneficial. What other ones would you guys put in that category? Hmm. I think even breaking it down to the most simple things. Like I think about my morning and evening skin, skincare routine. I think about, um, reading a novel, you know, I really love like self-help and business and entrepreneur type books, but those can get all in your head as well and have you overthinking (laughs) and stressing out. And so I'm like, this is kind of like counterproductive right now. Um, so like reading a novel, um, and I absolutely agree with those foundational things that you mentioned, Brooke, of exercise and therapy. Um, <clears throat> meditation is also a great one. Breath work. That's probably one I am the least consistent with. But as Rose said earlier, like the research just shows us all the amazing benefit that it can provide and does provide. Those are some big ones. And then like community. I love being around people who love me and inspire me and encourage me. Um, That is a really, really great foundational one. And if you don't have a group of people that you're just like, these are my people, I highly (laughs) encourage you to find them. (laughs) Get better friends. That's always a good message. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think that so much of my like life has revolved around like movement because like you know when I was a freshman in high school I broke my ankle I was out of school for six months because it was like really bad and like that affected like my quote-unquote social hierarchy in high school you know like or just like having my friends around because every it was freshman year everyone's trying to find their place in life and I was like oh just be here in bed (laughs) you know and then like when my back got really bad I had to have surgery on that took me out for another six months and so like when I am not moving you know I I say exercising but like even I've gotten a lot better as I've gotten older being like you know what today we're just going for a walk we're going for two walks like it's more than enough movement it's more like steps than I would get even if I was lifting because like you know you lift you sit down whatever but like that is going to affect 
everything else because if I'm my body feels good, then I want to go out. I want to be with friends. I want to go for another walk or like, you know, like go play, go play softball or whatever. But like, if that is not good, then nothing else feels good for me because I have to sit and write and blah, 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 and this and that. And so like, you know, it's like so much of my life I view through a lens of like exercise and movement because it's what I've devoted my life to for the past 10 years for sure. But also it's just because like, it's such a foundational human thing that if we are not moving, then so many things get out of whack. And it's not just like, you know, exercising and hating PRs and blah, blah, blah. But like, if you don't move, then your, your, you know, poop doesn't like move through as well because we need that like motion, (laughs) you know, like your heart doesn't pump the way it should. Like you don't get things sent to your brain. So you don't think as much. And so Mm -hmm. I obviously I'm biased, but I agree with Brooke that like that movement is such a like powerful thing that like there's no other way for me to say it. Like it just needs to be done. (laughs) Like we're, we're animals. Like we have to move. Um, And so much of our like, biology is built on us moving and twisting and doing things so um yeah I don't know how I got into that I forgot what we were talking about previously but like (laughs) you just gotta do it (laughs) you know like I don't know how to say it more than that you just gotta be better to yourself take care of yourself be better (laughs) I think that's probably the biggest one for me to work on I would say if I'm if I'm really busy movement is one of the first things I throw off my plate. And I think I'm just saying it out loud on the podcast for personal accountability that that's one of the things (laughs) I do need to be better about because I do feel better. I I physically feel better, mentally feel better. You start to get like achy and stiff and stuff. Mm -hmm. And you guys can probably hear my dog running around. She's very excited to see me. (laughs) But my chunky love. Um, but she, yeah, she's adorable. Anyways, I got really distracted by my dog. Like any true yeah. self care. Hella ADD on this podcast. It's fine. <laughs> okay, so pretty much what? So like short thinking, like short term. I've had a really bad day. I'm really stressed. I need to take a break. What are things that you all do that have you found are like really impactful to be like? I'm going to have a panic attack if I don't step away and just do something mm-hmm. for myself for a minute. What are the things <laughs> that you all do? Um, one, I have to remind myself that the work is always going to be there. It's going to be there mm, tomorrow. Good. It's going to be there the next day. Really it's going to, you're like, whatever you're doing, especially if it's something that you love and you're passionate about and you think that you're put on this earth to do, it's always going to be there. <laughs> and you're always going to, be met with challenges and long days and periods of growth and hustle. And it's always going to be important to take a breath and stop. So I have to remind myself of that, that nothing is going to crumble if I take an hour to myself. (laughs) Like how insane is, is that, that we have been told or like that is ingrained in our brain somewhere that if I take one day off or if I take the afternoon off, that something's just all of a sudden going to fall to shit. Um, and if I have to, I just shut it down. Like I turn off my laptop, turn off my phone, go outside. 
Um, if it feels helpful to call someone that I know is going to be really supportive in that moment, phone a friend, <laughs> um, work out. I think those would be like my short term things of just like walking away from my screens and getting outside and just like being grounded in something else. If I've been honed in on one thing for too long, just getting a fresh perspective, whatever that means. That literally could be watching a Netflix show. That could be going outside. Whatever perspective that is different from what you were doing that day. I love it. Yeah. I, and I kind of... Rose just like having revelations. No, no. I, I, I was laughing because you're like, I shut it down. And yeah, there are plenty of times where like, we'll text you. And then like a day later, you're like, answer us. And I'm like, where were you? But it's because you're going to be in like... Exactly. Oh, you know what? I'm just going to turn my phone off. And I'm like, good. For, okay, that's great for you. Because like, I just feel like lately, especially my notifications are popping off. And I'm just like, I'm going to mute that. I'm going to mute that. And it's just mm-hmm. great. Like I check in on my family. Mm-hmm. And there's like 40 texts. And I'm like... Blah, 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 and then mute it again. Like, I'm out of here, you know? Uh, which is good. I mean, shut. I don't know if my parents know that, but I love you. And if you want to reach me, <laughs> text me solo, not in the family group chat. Call me yeah. if you want to reach me. But I think for <laughs> for me, it's definitely the, the, the moving. Like, even if it's just like a – Casey and I have gotten, like, really good, and it happened during COVID. Uh, like, getting up and doing, like, a 20-minute – walk around the block like we have it timed out we know that like do we have time like yeah um and now that it's getting like stupid hot here again like we'll go in the morning and then the evening but it's like it's good because it like pulls me away I, i'm familiar with the neighborhood it's just a time to kind of like walk put a music in put a music in put a podcast on turn some music on um and just kind of like let my my brain in, enjoy some other sort of stimulation um i think there needs to be like a, at least in my mind, like a clear difference between like I'm listening to music and listening to like a, a comedic podcast, or whatever, because I enjoy it. And I love TikTok, but so much of it is just like I'm chasing dopamine hits, right? Like I'm trying mm-hmm. to just like yeah. laugh as hard as I can. And most times it succeeds. Like <laughs> the other day, I don't know what the fuck I saw, but I was howling. And that happens like every time, right? And like you can talk shit about social media all you want, but like, and, and TikTok all you want. But there are times where it's like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And I'm so glad that I came across it because it made me laugh so hard. And then I... I love sharing with people and them either laughing at it or being like, I don't get it. And I'm like, well, you know, whatever. Uh, But, you know, I also know that like that is chasing a dopamine hit. Like I'm trying to get something else. Whereas like when I'm walking, I know what I'm going to get. It's a time for me to get away. And my relationship with video games also is I think a really healthy one because like I use it to compete and zone out, but also stay locked in on something else. Right. It's not me reading analyzing blah, 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 but it's like hey i'm pretty good at this game i want to compete and either get angry or get you know happy that i'm good at this or whatever but it's different and it like is it doesn't really connect with anything else that i do throughout my day uh and that's why i think i love it so much because like i can just play my hands and my mind are just like they're doing something and like is it the most productive thing like no but like Nicole said, work will always be there. So that's a good thing. Uh, But also like it allows my brain to work in a different way and it's stimulated. And like that's the only way, at least right now, I've figured out how to like relax. So 
you know, maybe it's a crutch, but it's also something that like I really, really enjoy and I can like pop on whenever and be like, this is my time, 10 minutes, an hour, whatever, and then I'll get back to work. So it's just what I found works for me. Mm-hmm. I love that you said, though, I have a really good relationship with video games because I think that's a a key yeah. piece of everything we're talking about is you could mm-hmm. have an unhealthy relationship and have these things be out of balance and it's causing more problems than it's helping. Yeah. So I love that. Actually, I have a client where like that's one of his stress management tools that I'm like, do it. Just just it's all about having that that balance. And I think having hobbies and things you're interested in that are different than your work and even maybe separate and different from your partner or your husband wife girlfriend boyfriend (laughs) yeah so that you have something that's just (laughs) you right like it's just like this is my me thing and I get to separate Mm -hmm. myself from work Um, and I know that's really fun for me something I've been really enjoying and it's different for me because like Nicole is like similar I would always have to like self-development books and business and nutrition Mm. books and I'm like it's almost just an extension of my work and my job and I'm not I don't really feel like I'm unplugging so I think having hobbies outside of work and like self-development and um, I I think of my therapist who's literally like you're trying to be too good at therapy. It's like you're trying too hard. <laughs> oh my god! Thinking it's true. <laughs> it's like you're thinking too much about like, your emotions. <laughs> yep, exactly. Like you're trying too hard to like become the expert at this field. Like just freaking chill, chill. Such a, Feel your such feelings. A type a thing. Let your it happen. Therapist, your therapist is literally like, Brooke, you're not a therapist. Sit back down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I. You are the client. <laughs> I love that you said that. <laughs> that sometimes it can be separate from like your significant like i love casey i love doing things with her like we have had so many adventures i'm excited for so much more but like when she gets home like she likes to watch netflix and whatever and i love to play video game so like one time we did play uh if anyone is at least decent at video games um there's a game called it takes two it's a co-op game so you're playing with someone right next to you and Casey is not good at video games. She doesn't enjoy them, but she did it because she was like, well, you know, I love you. I'll try it. And I was like, this is the best day of my fucking life, right? So we beat we beat <laughs> this game together. It was great. But also there were times where it like, because it was during comps, I was like, this is stressing me out because you are not as good as me or as good as I like think you need to be, right? <laughs> and there was a time where I was like, you know what? We just can't play tonight. I would love to, but like, I know that I'm going to get angry because it's just going to take you a little longer. And that's fine. Like, you know, we had, again, we have a good relationship. I was able to voice this, but like when it's those times of like free creativity and like, Hey, let's try this. It was so much fun, but she knows that it's like my thing and she's not good at it. So she's like, yeah, I mean, obviously like play all you want. Like if it's going to make you a better human, fine. And at the same time, like we're like alone together so like i'm in my room the door is open i can see her watching netflix she can see me playing video games and it's just like we're both doing our own what we think is our own self-care thing but being like hey i'm here if you need me you know and like that kind of goes back to what nicole said about like having good friends or like a good relationship or somebody that like understands like i know this is your time i will come if you need me but like i'll just let you be um so yeah Again, don't remember. Mm-hmm. I think it's eight percent hitting me. I don't remember what we were talking about, but there it is. 
<laughs> well, I think I love though. I, I agree. I think alone time is an important part of self-care and maybe a, something a lot of people tend to avoid, but I think it's really important to have alone time and just something you do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Be alone, people. I think it's also just so hard, right? Because like being alone mm-hmm. is pretty scary, especially when you like, yeah, I'm alone and I'm playing video games. So my brain is doing something. But if I'm just laying down, I'm like, oh, God, the intrusive thoughts, they're going to win today. And so, like, you know, like that is also a skill you have to work on and being like, I'm safe in my space. What are we thinking about today? And I haven't gotten there, but I hope that people have. So, yeah, I mean, I'm I will big, say I'm introverted, like... so I love my alone time. <laughs> no, I love my alone time, too. But like if my, if my brain is alone. not occupied, then I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> This is not going to be good. Yeah, that's the hard part. <laughs> Nicole's funny because we know each other so well. Like, you can tell mm-hmm. when she's ready for her alone time and she needs it. And she just goes <laughs> and she lays down. Like, when we vacation together, and she'll just go lay down, do her thing, be on her phone, be in her world. And it's it's just hilarious because it's almost like it's almost like a little kid that's like tired and needs a nap. Yeah. I'm like, no, oh, yeah. Nicole needs her alone time. <laughs> yeah, I'll literally um, tell one of my friends like I'm peopled out, and she's like, I don't I don't know what that means <laughs> yeah. because she can be around people all yeah. day long and just loves it. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like that person just staring at me is annoying me right now. <laughs> yeah. Like I need to be away from human beings. If I hear another story. I'm gonna blow my brains out. Yeah, she's like, I could do this twenty four seven, and I'm like, yeah, okay, good for okay. you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I think that I was talking to Casey about this because she had her her family was in town for um for graduation. Shout out to Casey for graduating with her nurse yeah! practitioner. She's I can't wait to be Something a sugar baby. Holy it. shit. Uh, but oh you know, she... <laughs> once again, I thought he just said, "I can't wait to have a no." That's, I can wait. I can wait thirty <laughs> years, you know, if I want. Uh, I can't wait to be a sugar baby. No, but like, Robot can produce children for the rest of his life. Um, Casey can't. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> sorry. So like, uh, yeah, you know, it's it's just funny because like when her family comes into town, like obviously like it's different, right? But same thing when my family comes into town, it's also different for her, but. We love our families. We enjoy that people come and visit mm-hmm. us. But like when you create a space that's yours, like you're you're used to it being a certain way. And then like people come and visit and it's like four or five days of straight, we gotta go do this, this, this. And I was like, Wow, um, I've I've enjoyed that's this, but like I gotta go home. And like, did I Get did out. I make some excuses? <laughs> yeah. Are they gonna listen to this podcast and hear that I did it? Yeah. But it's also like, you know, I would totally understand if I, I went and visited someone's like, hey, I just need like two hours to myself. But absolutely get it, you know. But, you know, it's just like something that you learn when you move out or move into like a new environment. And you're like, oh, this is my space. And I'm really in tune with what I need. And if that means shutting out the world for 20 minutes and watching a YouTube video, like that's not hopefully you're adult enough to speak that but also that the people you're around with are are adult enough to be like oh yeah i totally get it so kind of going back to Mm -hmm. nicole like you need these people in your life who get you for sure Mm -hmm. yes and i think drawing those boundaries that i need to go lay down (laughs) oh yeah for sure drawing boundaries (laughs) but i think (laughs) 
drawing those boundaries because I cut that's kind of what I think of what you were saying Ro. it's like you're drawing boundaries and you're clearly communicating mm-hmm. this is what I need this is what I don't need and I do think that that takes a lot of courage yeah. and I would say mm-hmm. most people probably don't do it yeah. but that's a great place to start is just voicing hey this is where I'm at we clearly are all introverted and need time to recharge, but it might be harder if you're talking to an extrovert who <laughs> yeah. doesn't get it and their time to recharge is being with other people. Yeah. And I'm like, this has drained my battery <laughs> yeah. dry, okay? Get away from not, me. <laughs> not for me. So yeah. um, it can be hard, but I think, honestly, like I think I build it up in my head, but then when I communicate, hey, this is where I'm at, this is what I need, most people, 99% of the time, are like, okay, cool, like, Thanks for letting me know. I think people just want the respect and the communication. So I think nailing the communication to draw the boundaries so that you can create more time for your own self-care is really, really important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there there have been times where we've done that to each other, right? Like, hey, we got to get this thing done because this is fun for us, but it's also, you know, kind of work. And you've just been like, I'm not not doing that. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Like, I respect that. You know? <laughs> I get it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Draw yeah. boundaries, people. This is the goal. Well, this has been a really good conversation. I and loved this. I appreciate you all. Let's pivot to self-care podcast only. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, you know. We're live like, you know, from the bubble bath. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. I, I guess there was something I was going to say earlier that just clicked in my head that like, I think it's important to understand that like stress is also a normal thing, right? Like mm-hmm. I think people want to, especially after the, after the, um, the pandemic and everything, like people are like, wow, I want to live a more comfortable life. And which is fair, obviously like you shouldn't be stressed out all the time, but as humans, as animals, we adapt to things. Like the only way we adapt to things is stress, but having stress all the time is different and you will adapt to that you will be like oh i mean me i was like yeah i sleep four hours a, a night and i feel great do i feel better now of course but did i think i felt great with four hours yes because you learn to adapt to things but it but something gets cut somewhere whether it's your progress with exercise your progress at work your relationships right because like something has to give always there are no free lunches in physiology and so, like, if you are not getting stress, you will not grow. You will not adapt in any way. But if you are getting too much, then you will adapt, but it'll be in the wrong ways, right? That's when we see mm-hmm. a whole host of issues. So, like, don't run from stress, but understand that, like, too too much of it is a bad thing, like, like everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, you know, I just felt like I know it seems like it's an obvious thing, but, like, it's it's not because I feel like so many people are chasing like just living on a this and that and being blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, that still requires some sort of work. Like, Brooke, you lived in Costa Rica. It was awesome to see you be like, I live my island girl life. But it was work, you know, like it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> you just like life. sitting on the beach being like, <laughs> I'm just chilling here. Yeah. Right. Like you were alone. It stressed you in a way. You still ran your business, but you also grew in a lot of ways. But anyone who just saw like, well, there's this bitch in Costa Rica telling me how to live my life. Like, she doesn't know what it's like. Like, well, they're stressed yeah. to that too, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that like, you can't chase an easy life because then everything else gets harder. And so like, if you can put yourself through hard situations that are good for you to grow, 
then everything becomes easier because you've like adapted to it and you've learned from it. But I just feel like lately I've just, I've just seen a lot of, a lot of that. And I was like, I don't know how to feel about this. Like life is Mm -hmm. not easy, but like it gets easier when you learn to do things for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, look. Look at Ro coming out of the woodwork with that <laughs> advice. Held it for an hour. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would definitely say, like, that's in, you know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Oh, shout out May. And that's, like, one of my favorite pieces of advice from a therapist is, like, there's no easy or hard. There's no good and bad. There's only work. Yeah. No matter if it's feeling good and easy, you're still working. If it's feeling hard and everything feels like shit, it's still work to get out of it. It's still work to keep keep the good going. Like, it's never good or bad. It's just work. You're always working and it's always growing you in some way. Damn. Love it. <laughs> I love that. Drop yeah. <laughs> Our piece out of room. <laughs> That is amazing. Well, thank you all so much for having a candid conversation with us. Um, And we'll wrap from here. Uh, We are all currently accepting clients. Ro is the guru of all things exercise and performance. I love to just... And TED Talks. (laughs) (laughs) He's got it in him, you know. I'm really impressed. Oh my Very God. impressed. Uh, Nicole is intuitive eating, health at every size dietitian who also uses specialized lab testing to shape the client journey, which is super freaking rad. And I am an integrated performance dietitian, and I just I'm so excited. Had another dietitian join the team, and we both use specialized yeah. lab testing to create individualized protocols. So I'm super pumped about that. Definitely follow us at Health Unfiltered Pod on Instagram and keep the questions of the week coming. We always love to answer those. Rate us, share us, and leave a review only if it's nice wherever you get your podcasts. We always send the mean ones directly to Rose inbox. <laughs> I feed off it. He loves uh, it. It feeds him. <laughs> oh, God. But thank you all so much for being here. And on that note, Ro, will you take us out? Of course. Play that music. Bye. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, y'all.